Does one of the girls have a cannon? Uh, one of the girls does not have a cannon. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That there is my brother, Mason, jizzed up to be here, Williams. And that over there is my brother, Luke Cantina Band, Williams. Mm-hmm. These are related. For they reasons are. you can you, you can maybe they'll be revealed later. Well, I mean, anybody who knows anything about Star Wars lore already knows. What do they know? Do you not, do you not know about this thing? What? What? With Star Wars? Okay. You you know how in the Cantina Band they're playing that one song like yeah, of course. Yeah. Canonically, like if you check the extended universe, if you check Wikipedia or whatever, that style of music is called jizz music. I think I did know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. It is pretty good. And, of course, the uh, the corollary is, logically, in the Star Wars universe, they must refer to ejaculate as jazz. Oh, I see. That, that little, would only make sense. A little it, bit of a that reversal. That is not canonical. That's my own projection. That's my, my headcanon. That's my fanon. So you think that uh, in someone's Star Wars erotic fan fiction of, you know... Jerk, just jazzed all jerk, over jerk, the place. jerking off a Wookiee, and he, you know, uh, he's jazzing well, all mean, over. No, 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 Wookiees don't jazz. Yeah, well, I mean, it seems like it'd be messy. It gets in the fur and whatnot. No, no, I'm t- Wookiees are all female, dude. Is that? I mean, Chewbacca true? used masculine pronouns, but that's like a human affectation. Biologically, that's... Wookiees are female because they are female Ewoks. The Ewoks are the males of the species. They're kind of like okay. ants. I don't think this is true, but that's fine. Uh, you, you, you know, we truth is subjective. We're talking about fiction well, I mean, anyway. Look at the name Wookie Ewok. It's it's clearly they're etymologically related, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the Ewoks had like short curly fur. The Ewoks, sorry, the the Wookies, long, straight fur. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's what I'm going to say next. This is an invention podcast. Believe it or not, we're going to invent something brand new that your ears have not heard the likes of. And, Mason, t- yes. tell them what it is this week. Jizz. It's not jizz. Jazz. It's not jazz either. Star Wars headcanon. Mm-mm. I'm going to go ahead and, and say the thing now. I was going to try and get you to say toes again because you said toes, but it's not toes. This... It's not toes. I, I lack toes, and I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, my God. I am also lactose intolerant in that I'm not tolerating that terrible pun. We're <laughs> going straight into what we're actually making, which is a boy band. Thank you to Ryan for this suggestion. Yes, a boy band that could conceivably play jizz music in a cantina. Okay. Now, Mason. Yes. I absolutely wanted to, to steal the the conch shell and talk for a, a minute or two here. But I'm being so productive. No, hand this to me. 
What? No, my cock. You see me? You see me holding it? Uh. No. Shh. Shh. This is my ass, Mar. This is a cat. This is a collaborative podcast. But right now, I want you to not collaborate. (laughs) All right. Okay. So, did you catch my tweets uh, over the course of uh, later this week? I think starting on Tuesday or Wednesday. Did you catch me talking about Luna? L O O N A is a band. No? Is that is was, that the sort of the musical equivalent of when they did the Lunatics from Looney Tunes? No. Okay, so I'm going to tell you. Give me back give me back that I, I was just like letting you touch the the conch the shell thing? one more time. No, it's not the same thing. I'm 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 still holding the shell. See? I'm assuming that's the same thing. It's not No, no, I'm saying it's not. Yes. I'm holding this uh this conch shell. But 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 my asthma though. No, it's for me. Damn it. You didn't catch the tweets about, about Luna. It is not Lunatics. Is uh, it Luna Lovegood? It is not. Stop guessing. Luna, uh, L- Luna Bars. You have confirmed for me that you did not actually catch this thing that I was getting very much into over the course of this week. And that is a K-pop girl group. And uh, let me tell you. Girls? Yep, yep, yep. That's I know. not what wait, we want. Wait, wait, Hear me out. I don't want Girls. I want to tell you why this is a very impressive band to me. Okay? All right. Tell me why. Oh, that's good. I like that. But here's what it was. It's a company that rolled out this girl group. Right? It is definitively called, like, Blockberry Collective or something like that. Um, And... These girls, they, they announced that they were going to be doing a 12-girl supergroup called Luna. That's but, a lot of girls. But there were subunits, and I guess that this does happen with the larger groups in K-pop like, and other you know, uh, more Eastern pop genres. They might have subunits. So there's like okay. a trio here, a quintet there, uh, and they have their own names, and they, and they like, will work together. But all of them can come together for one big song every now and again, do a bunch of choreography together and whatnot. Um, okay, so like most of the time they're in nice, manageable three and four member groups, and then every so often they'll all get together for like a We Are the World kind of thing. Sort of. Now, here's the thing. Um, they always were under this same banner, the same like brand of This Is Luna. Right. But, and there's the subunits, but they rolled the actual introduction of each girl out over the course of like a year and a half by doing singles for those individual girls. And it might just be like, you know, one, a one or two song release, but they'll have an accompanying music video characterizing that one character and also talking about... Uh, you know, the, def- defining her style and the genre sort of changes from song to song too. So they've all got their own sort of feel and, and flow and they all contribute to one big whole. So this is basically the K-pop equivalent of the Marvel movies. It, that's not inaccurate to say that. Now it gets better. Okay. The music video universe dub- uh-huh. dubbed the Lunaverse has all kinds of fan theories about different planar systems and how things interact and where Um, the... Yeah, no, I'm not joking. And and how these these girls within the fiction of the music video are actually, like, 
able to work together for these different songs. And each girl has their own individual color and or fruit and or animal form and or superpower. Um, what? Yeah. So there's all kinds of theories floating around of like, oh, you know, this, this girl always carries around a backpack because she's the one that always like, you know, for, for whatever reason, this connects to that video because of this. This is actually uh, not a mirror, but a portal to another world. And when she's running here, she's actually running, like, in super speed because that's actually her power. You can see evidence from this shot and that shot. So it is absolutely, like, great fan fodder. And they also get to make some really, really cool music videos with that are just sometimes, you know, weird for the sake of weird. But the fan base eats it up anyway. So, in summary, I'm really into this band now because it's really weird and interesting. But okay. also, um, I got to say, that's a really smart way to roll out your product, right? I mean, it's engaging, if nothing else. There's, there's like, stuff to look at and theorize about, which is what people want to do these days. They want to get way into whatever their product is and they want it to have fanon they want it to have head cannons and mm-hmm. actual cannons Do, does one of the girls have a cannon uh one of the girls does not have a cannon okay uh, but they might roll one out later who does who has like a pirate theme and she's just carrying a cannon around so uh one anyway my point of bringing this up is not only because it was exciting for me to like kind of gush about that for a second but also okay. um i mean it seems to me for that to be an an intelligent way to roll out a group, a musical group, in 2018 so that these videos can individually go viral. Like, the only one of them skyrocketed to, like, you know, 5 million views. All the rest were, like, under a million. But that one was, like, that's enough to get you hooked because it was weird enough or the right style enough or what have you. Well, now this this touches into something that I've always been very interested in, which is uh, the fictional persona as musical artists. Uh, the big example is Daft Punk. Mm. Uh, those mm-hmm. guys, two robots. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> or and, like and, gorillas. Uh, and also, yeah, you you are the gorillas. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, I mean, arguably Hatsune Miku, mm-hmm. and also the uh, the Blue Man Group. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You Where... can you can sort of think of them like. They they they're sort of like goblins or something in a way, but <laughs> they're like, kind they're, of monsters a little bit. Like like not monsters in the sense of being horrific, but in the sense of being something other than human. Mm. If you get where I'm coming from, and honestly, that was something that inspired me way way back in the day when I did Band, uh, which was a comic that I did, never mm. finished, unfortunately. Still might come back to it later. But for right now, it's on indefinite hold. Sorry, everyone. Mm-hmm. But the whole concept there is there's this creature who is not human, who's quite definitively not human, but just as a means of protecting him and making sure that he knows he's an equal among them, even though they can't properly communicate, they adopt him basically as the drummer for their band. And so it's a band that's got three normal dudes who are humans and then one band member 
who has adopted that who who has that non-human you know outsider sort of feel mm. i mean like imagine if daft punk was like three normal dudes and one robot like that would be different than what they currently are which is just two robots mm. um it i i have to say i did appreciate band it was it was kind of cool uh i like that that animal was fed frozen peas uh and yeah and uh was this alien also um if if memory serves was there a a reason why uh he was gonna be good as the drummer like did you ever come back to why uh like or did was there an explanation like i know that like he he was clambering around the drum set but did uh did someone ever Uh, be like hey can you keep this beat well just just when they initially uh began communicating with him they were doing so with like claps initially just for numbers to just say like hey one four nine and he's like 16 and Mm, right so they're like okay he's got if nothing else rhythm and can understand math Mm. and has a sense of hearing okay so next (laughs) what's uh what are we gonna make okay so it sounds like we're going in the direction of uh having some sort of slightly fictionalized or slightly other persona for -hmm. the members of our band. Uh, So I think we do need to define this because this isn't just band. This is a boy band. Mm. What is the definition uh, of a boy band? What separates that from a band that just happens to have male members? Uh, And Mm. like how many people do we need? To be in a boy band is just two guys. Is that a band, or do you need to have three or more? And what's our upper bound? If we've got like thirty-five, I think you'd agree that's too many. <laughs> yeah, it's the boy class. <laughs> and also, um, what's our age limit? Like boy bands, typically you will have people in there who are like up in their mid twenties and so forth. Sure, sure. But if you have like a bunch of guys that are in their fifties, I think we can agree not a boy band. Okay. Here's what I want to do. First of all, I want to answer these questions kind of one at a time. And I also want to take this in a uh, somewhat familiar uh, semi-progressive direction, as we uh, tend to. But also, um, it's it's a little bit difficult to to navigate a territory of um, uh, not doing sort of tokenism, right? Because if we were to tell a story... And we chose to say, for example, have a wheelchair-bound person in this in this band. We could craft this character from scratch, and and what have you, right? But, but we don't want a Burger King Kids Club this year. Exactly. We like, and I was thinking of Glee as well. How like there was a character that was in a wheelchair, and I don't know how. Ac- well, I mean, it was shitty that it wasn't actually somebody who would normally be in a wheelchair that played that role. Um, but more importantly, if we were doing this in the real world with actual, like, voluntary people, those actual people, we would either have that brought to the table for us because we have this super talented person who will probably not never get a shot unless they are included in something. But until that person actually comes forward, we would be making it. And therefore, you know, inclusivity for all of its pros in this case would tokenize that person in a way. Okay, here's how you beat tokenism. Okay, okay, you ready? This was something that I uh, I mentioned a while back about the TV show Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Now, are you hmm. familiar with Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I actually have uh, fully caught up on it now, so yes. Okay, 
So Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, has a character, Captain Raymond Holt, mm-hmm. who is uh, a black man, mm-hmm. and if he were the only black man on the show, he would be a stereotype. And you would say, oh, is that what you think all black men are like? But Brooklyn Nine-Nine has another black dude on the show, Terry mm-hmm. Jeffords. Mm-hmm. And he is, in many ways, the opposite of Captain Raymond Holt. So no one looking at the show was going to go, oh, so this ah. is clearly the stereotype of a black man. Because you've got this other black guy who is the exact fucking opposite. Same thing. Latina women. There's two Latina characters yep. on that show. Yep, and yep. you would never point at Rosa and say, oh, that's your stereotype of a Latina? No, because Amy is right. her polar opposite, right? Yep. That's how you beat tokenism and people saying, oh, you got your token X character. No, you got to have like two of them and they got to be different. Okay. So uh, I don't want to go right back to the uh, the ableism of the boy band thing for right now. Partially because that already is sort of like a tricky thing to navigate because an aspect of uh, boy bands is frequently choreography, which, you know. Yeah, you, footwork. You, yeah, that stuff. So that's going to make which that kind of tricky. Which is not to say you can't dance in a wheelchair. It's just it, it different. So what I would rather shine a bit of a light towards is the definition of boy. Yes. Because that that's boy- one. Well, that we- okay, okay. Real, this is real important now. Mm. Are we spelling boy with a Y or with an I? I mean. Because that's two very different classifications <laughs> of human being. The reason why I would lean towards boy with an I is that that's the, the boy you're talking about when you say the phrase, it's your boy. <laughs> Which this is true. I love as much as I love dabbing. I just I relish in how immediately uncool it is from from moment one. Um, so I'm inclined to say it's a <laughs> it's a dat boy band. Okay, so well, I mean, the number one thing when I think of boy spelled B O I. Is the song Skater Boy. Oh, God, no, you're right. Skater is spelled with the number eight, and boy is B O I. I feel like that's the more obsolete term for boy, though. Like, I feel like that was the first iteration of B O I boy, and we're into something new now. That's the first iteration? Avril invented that? Yes, Avril invented the first boy. All right, hang on, let's move from here. I would love for a member of this band, this boy band that we're theoretically still going to make, to be not straight. That would make me very happy. What's that? that. Boy band, if they're all straight, that's fine. They're all singing to you, girl. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you introduce even one character who's not straight, all of a sudden... What if they're hitting on their fellow members? Now you've got ro- romance drama within the band. Not necessarily. Uh, here's here's what I think. Okay. I think you want to get two in the group that are bi. Okay. And there you go. We're we're gonna sing to you, except for this one song where we maybe make out a little bit, and that's also fan service for you. There you go. Well, I mean, see, here's the thing. I know that uh, there's a lot of people, especially in the K-pop community, who are fascinated 
with the idea of the members of their boy bands, you know, being romantically or sexually inclined towards each other. Mm-hmm. But I think a key element of that is you never actually give the fans what they're looking for there. Like, that was a big thing with One Direction, if you remember that back in the day. There mm. were all these people who were, what, like... What, 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 what fucking back in the day do you mean about One Direction, exactly? You know, <laughs> Was that, back, like, 2007 or something? That band broke up in, like, 1995. <laughs> One Direction? Zayn is older than us. No. Do you feel old yet? Huh? <laughs> Do you feel old yet? Here's One Direction today. Okay, Years <laughs> Active started in 2010. Uh, <laughs> that's, I, I love doing the do you feel old, but just like completely misrepresenting dates. <laughs> just like <laughs> the, the moon landing was closer to Cleopatra's day than to <laughs> us. <laughs> One Direction, do you feel old yet? And it's a picture of like, I don't know, ACTC or something. <laughs> like, just not even close. <laughs> that, you just, that's clearly the same band, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, speaking of boys in a band, let's let's do the thing still. Um, okay. Do you actually have... Okay, now, this is what's interesting about what we're going to try and do. This is pretty much a study in group dynamic, right? <laughs> Whether we, you know, want to have two of them smooch or not, I don't know, man. Like, what is the progressive answer here? I kind of want... I just kind of... Just one song. One song where they do a smooch. That's it. Just one smooch. Okay, my dude. Maybe a handy. (laughs) My dude. There have been... So they can jazz all over. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Jazz hands. Yeah, jazz hands. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. There, There have been bands with members who were romantically, you know, attached to each other. That is a thing, certainly. Okay. But, A, if that relationship goes sour, band is fucked. And, B, they usually aren't, like, expressing that to each other. You know what I mean? Like, usually, like, the White Stripes, for example, they were brothers and sisters, but also married. Uh, And they just did songs about the Seven Nation Army. Are you accurately representing them with these with these statements? Polyphonic spree, they're all fucking, but they don't do songs about it. Okay, sure. So maybe there's some connections, but you can't have that be part of the act because that just would blow well, up their here's, shit. Here's the thing, okay? When you you typical boy band, the appeal is you got like fucking boys to men and they are multiple men, but they are all singing collectively to you, girl. But they you, are the also audience. boys. <laughs> They're also boys that are turning into <laughs> men, I assume. But but yeah, no, they're they're not at any point even acknowledging each other's presence. If yeah, we're yeah. Honest. They're all looking they are, straight they are ahead. In parallel. They're all singing straight ahead into the camera, care- carefully making sure not to rub shoulders or awkwardly touch each other's hands by accident, because just no homo for this part. No, it's not about no homo. It's about the power of being making girls attracted to you in parallel. You set up like five dudes. And they're mm. slightly different, so you can focus on whichever one works for you. It's it's basically like, imagine if you had 
a character creation in a video game and then mm-hmm. you could make the one that's attractive to you and then have him sing they can't do that so they just made five different ones in the character creator and they have them perform in parallel ideally okay. what you would do is just customize it to the listener and then you the listener would work your sliders and you're like oh there's my perfect guy now plug him that one dude into the music video but they can't do that so they just have like five dudes okay I and you I... pick the one you want to masturbate to R- right no i get i get how that part of it works I'm just trying to trying to still find a way to flip the script a little and and like re rework this formula. So I think I've got an idea here. Hit me. Okay. Baby, one more time. Yeah. Okay. You got one in. I got that, one in. Scores one to one. That's not a boy band song. That's though. fine. It's still a pop thing. She not. She's not a boy she or not. a band. Okay. Here. Listen. She not. She not. She she not. She not a boy. She not a boy in band. Nor a band. Okay. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Individual human being. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Female. Here's my here's my idea. In this music video. Yes. Five boys. Five boys. They're all singing to you, girl. To me, girl. Also, the one at the front, bent down, kind of low. Yeah. One right behind him, grabbing onto him. Yeah. In his butt a little bit. Number Describe three. A little bit. Yep. Number three. A little bit, little bit above him. Just yeah. dock them all in. One big train of five guys. But I'm they all it. have unbroken eye contact with the camera. Okay, so the Ginyu Force is yes. singing to me. <laughs> the Ginyu Force from Dragon Ball Z has lined up. To do a little bit of a man train, but they're all looking straight into wait, your wait, heart. Hang on, hang on. Wait. <laughs> man train, like like typically your man train, you're referring to an act that takes place in gay porn. Are you telling me they're all penetrating each other and also singing to me? I wait, you can't do two things at once? I mean I'm just saying it's gonna mess up your diaphragm control. <laughs> I think maybe it was five things at once, really. Sure, why not? we'll give it a just, we gotta try it. We're in, we're innovating here, Mason. We gotta try it? We we specifically don't have I'm, to. I'm just saying, if I'm getting pounded in the ass and also pounding another man in the ass, I'm gonna have trouble, you know, enunciating this pop song. Well, don't worry, they're all just lip syncing to it anyway. Granted. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, next. so we're just gonna milly vanilly this. <laughs> next next idea. Let's just pin that one. Let's pin the <laughs> Can You Force Mad Train on the wall and move okay. on to next idea. Okay, good. That's a good idea. We're gonna put that there and we might like stretch some yarn to it later. Okay, what what else you got? It for, dear listeners, if you feel like making any fan art. Uh, <laughs> no, what else do I have? Okay, what else do I have? I honestly really like the concept of maybe it not being 12 members strong or whatever. I I honestly can't decide if we want to go lots or less. You don't I, know if you want to make a whole cinematic universe. Yeah, but, but what I do like the idea of is this very methodical, patient releasing of singles as well as couplings as well as a group. Like, that is... So cool of a concept to me because you can double down on every step of the way. Oh, oh, I just had the dumbest idea. This oh, is so perfect. Good. Perfect. Okay, yes. okay. 
here's here's our thing. We secretly get two sets of identical twins, okay? And you first release, you know, single from the one, single from the other, and they're 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 not matching up. They're they're two guys, uh-huh. and then you you have them sing together, and there's oh there's those two guys over there. Then you start releasing the other singles from the other sets of the twins, and you sort of play up like, oh, that's them from a parallel dimension, or that's their evil twins, or whatever. And so they're, they got like a slightly different flavor, but they look exactly the same. So people are assuming that that's a Chris Gaines kind of situation. That it's like, okay, so my favorite artist, he's got two personas, but that's fine. But then, surprise, surprise, live concert, you bring them all together and people are like, what? They actually have their evil twins here. And then the four of them are like the super group together. Um, Because people this whole time were assuming that that was just like the same dude, but with a fake mustache. But it's not. It's his twin brother. So it's a it's a prestige yeah, we're going to prestige them. We're going to okay. prestige our boy band. Here's one thing that I can say is kind of helpful to the fantasy of that concept okay. is all uh, all the the young ladies out there that are just waiting to fantasize over this boy band. It would be this crazy revelatory moment of, oh, I really uh, I was having these feelings about this boy, and then this other this other time he looked kind of weird, and but I was attracted to him too since they were so similar. Um, and then the revelation is, oh, there's actually two of them at the same time. I can have my cake and eat it too. Double up on that fantasy, basically. Okay, well now here's the thing: to what extent is this all sexual fantasy? Like, I get that the appeal of this sort of pop sensation is like getting the audience to sort of fantasize about you but like we're like getting you force man train jokes aside we're not going hard x on this oh oh, i wasn't joking (laughs) no but yes no that's that's true it is sort of weird to target something towards you know preteen types and then potentially uh you know have it go in a sexual direction even though that's an like invariable you can flirt part a little of it. Bit. You can talk about like, hey girl, let's, you know, lie down by the fire in the lyrics, but you can't go like hard X like preceding let's hold the our music hands vi- over the fire. <laughs> preceding the music video <laughs> with like the state of California is certified that the members of this band are all over eighteen. It's like, nah. <laughs> That's gonna make a problem for distribution, is what I'm getting at. Gotcha. Um Jeez, I'm not sure because you have to. It's like you say, you gotta flirt with it a little bit. That's the nature yeah. of how uh, an image can can evolve. And like, uh, this isn't a boy band specifically, but what's happened lately with Bieber is a pretty good example. I just saw footage of him getting hit in the face with the water bottle at a concert the other day. Not oh, the other. Geez. No, I I saw I saw that footage today. That footage was from obviously several years ago. It was while he still had like that hair covering up most of his eyes and he just looked like he wanted to get pushed around a bunch. And now he's just like an underwear model with tattoos everywhere. And like, obviously he changed a lot from someone who was singing about holding your hand and, and, you know, taking you to prom. Well, in his defense, he was fucking 12. 
Yeah. Like my, my thing about Justin Bieber, here's my, my thing with Justin Bieber. Everybody's so hard on Justin Bieber. Everybody's like giving him shit because he's a piece of shit human being, which he is. But mm. let's be honest. If you're growing up and you're like 12 years old and like every girl your age in the world is like throwing themselves at your dick, that's going to fuck up your psychological development as a human being. Yeah. It's weird to think of of like potentially growing up and oh god, I don't even really want to go. I there would right be now. insufferable if I had yeah. had a tenth of his fame. I would be. You could not talk to me now. Okay. Uh, I may not be able to talk with you, but I could potentially interest you in a drink of water. <laughs> Magnificent segue, my boy. I know, yes. I know. Okay, let's let's go. Let's let's get our brain juices flowing a little bit more. Water cooler, hydration. Hello, dear listeners. This is the water cooler segment where we update you on some creative endeavors and some other ways to interact with us and such. Uh, those are as follows. Mason makes the webcomic forward. Which you can find at forwardcomic.com. And he also does art for Roll to Save at RollToSaveComic.com. You should also check out his Patreon, patreon.com slash where you can also check out the books he's written and various other creative endeavors. I'm still working on mashup stuff, slowly but surely. The muse has taken a bit of a backseat temporarily there. I am about to move in like a week or two, so so that does take a lot of the focus away from creative projects, generally speaking. I'm going to start streaming soon, uh, which you should join me for sometimes. Updates on that on my Twitter, at Less Ashamed. Also, I'm kind of considering the video essay, like a new YouTube channel where I might do the occasional video essay. I just kind of want to try. I don't know. I've got a couple ideas. I just kind of want to see them through and see how much I love and or hate it and uh, how that goes for me. If you want to advertise with us, check out advertisecast.com 2493. Or shoot me an email and we can figure something out. Uh, show at gmail.com. We're also looking to you for suggestions for other things that we should try to invent. At show on Twitter or again show at gmail.com to email me. No more extra stuff this week, so let's get right back into it now. So I think we need to establish like... How many dudes we've got in this group? What's our uh, what's our size we're aiming for? Because if I know how many people are in this group, we can set up like personality dynamics. Because if we got four, I'm just going to steal the personalities from the Ninja Turtles again. Okay. I think we should go for four. Okay. Teen. I love it. Wait, wait, no. 14. They should be teen demographic aimed anyway right so uh, okay are you saying you want them to be 14 years old or that you want 14 members okay. or you want four members of the band who are teens so listen again <laughs> i think that there should be four uh-huh teen Again, you're missing you're missing the plural so, there. So, sorry, ask ask what are the what are the what are the options of what that could be? Yeah, are you saying you want fourteen members, like ten plus four members of the group, or are you saying you want four members of the group 
who are teens. Yes. Okay, cool. How are we going to uh, do both? How are we going to make it happen? How are we going to do both? Well, we got to yes and it. Yes and it. Here's how we yes and, my friend. Uh, it, I mean, like you, like you said, we have uh, separate groups, right? We got a uh, group of three, mm-hmm. group of three, mm-hmm. and a group of four and a group of four. Okay. okay. So that's and four one, groups. One is four that total to 14 members. Right, right. And then each of those four groups, we just mash them together into one boy. Wait, wait, wait. No, I got it. We have the group that is 14. Like four teens in that group. Right. The Ninja the, Turtles. Then right. we have then we have three that are like twenty somethings. Biker mice, right. Then we have four that are like mm, thirty. Maybe one's like thirty five. Then E man. And then three again that are seniors. Uh, what no, boy? What's the upper? We never defined boy. We were supposed to define boy, and we didn't define boy. <laughs> boy. Uh, what, what's our our youngest? What's our oldest for boy? Youngest boy. What's the oldest human being who, in the history of English language, has been called boy? Uh, I'm not gonna pull up stats on that, but I think that. Our youngest boy. If you met Bernie Sanders right now, would you call him boy? <laughs> no, but I would Just... love it if he called himself boy. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm the socialism boy. Vote for vote can for I me do for... can I do a good Bernie impression? Here's here's what I no I can't. Okay, what if our boy band uh-huh. was literal prepubescent boys like kids bop style we get some the like the problem with any of this age stuff you're talking about is it's gonna like we can't nail it down to being this age because 3 years down the line they all going to be different you need to embrace <gasps> that no, difference that's it that's it that's it that's it oh what we were talking about non-human versions of a band. I'm sure the gorillas are in their fucking 40s or 50s by now. Oh, we're going to Hatsune Miku the shit. Yeah. If we can do robots, if we could do robots, we can do ageless boys. Yes, ageless boys. So maybe the lore that follows them is that we've stumbled upon some fairy boys or gods or something. I like fairy boys. I like that they're fey from the fey realm. Or elves. Oh, an elf band. Elves let's just go good. let's just go full fantasy and let's just have like a small group of different kinds of boys that with various like effects and movie magic can be all kinds of things. Like a fairy boy could be like, you know, two feet tall. So we're talking like real kick-ass, high-budget music videos and also like holographic concerts. Yes. And, and all of them lean towards immortal. Like, right. elf is not immortal, but if an elf is living like two, three hundred years, it's going to outlive whatever the human 
Yeah, span for all is, practical intents and purposes, for our purposes, he is immortal. Um, you, you know what's exciting about this concept too is that we could talk about like we have folk songs and stuff that date back to the Middle Ages and whatnot, and we have stories that go back as far as stories go from you know the oral tradition and from the written right, word back to the Elven times. Yes, so we could theoretically. If humanity survives for another thousand years, we could possibly design something that would be in its closest to its original form thousands of years from now. Because if it doesn't age and it doesn't die out and trends come and go, but like we stumble on something that is just universally well-told story and well-sung songs... Maybe we could make something that actually outlives, like, what the traditional boy band genre would mean. Yeah, ageless. Because, I mean, if there's one thing that teen girls love, it's rocking out to green sleeves. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Hmm. I mean, there is the part where they need to... Okay, what what is an example of a band that has managed to like stay cool more or less for the longest like come changes uh, you know over time um but more or less had a very long form legacy the insane clown posse that is a bad example um and bad example of a boy band i disagree but okay um i two come to mind okay one okay. is one is the beatles because they changed a lot over time, and I, while I don't know the exact length of... Well, I mean, they did lose two members. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not talking currently. Their their run was for a very long time, because I... Th- okay, we're going to actually get the facts out. One second. It was not as long as I thought. It was actually only ten years that they were active as the original four. So it huh. was uh, 1960 to 1970, exactly. Would not um, have guessed that. M- me neither. But... The other one that came to mind was, again, Daft Punk, because Daft Punk went from, I want to say, early 90s or mid 90s, but then up till like now, like they did that uh, that Neutron soundtrack and had uh, Get Lucky just before that, like they're still relevantly present. So what you're saying is Daft Punk better than the Beatles? I mean, they win. (laughs) They, They do win. I mean, you got that right. Uh, although, as of right now, both bands, neck and neck, two members. Okay. Do we want our boys to have faces? <laughs> oh, uh, this is a, this is a legit question, because clearly yeah, the Daft Punk factor means that you question. get to, to go longer, and you just collaborate with, like, different new artists as you go. And you can keep staying relevant and, and new and, and cool because you're just robots. But yeah. on the other hand, if you don't have the boys' faces, whether they're synthetic and, or, and can age or not, if you don't have the boys' faces, then there isn't the 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 crush on the boy band members' angle, right? You don't yeah, have... Yeah, because there are very few people, certainly not zero, but very few people are crushing on Daft Punk. Yeah, I think many a person will have enjoyed Daft Punk's music, but not treated them like they would treat other boy bands. Sure. So, 
How do we thread the needle on this one? Is there just a lifespan inherent with all groups of this nature? Oh my god. You were you were thinking like elves and we're talking about like aliens and robots and shit. And then I pictured like oh just have angels. Just have them we have descended from heaven and I am a seraphim. Do not look hmm. directly at me, but I'm gonna play some tunes for you here. The the huh. holy might of God is flowing from me. I, I don't I don't know that like we could get whole group of angels but i think one angel for sure like we're actually characterizing these these characters pretty well this way right like if we had an angel an elf a fairy and like a god like some (laughs) kind of other god that doesn't keep up with you know uh the christian version of an angel let's just go wild stallions from the end of you know bogus journey where we've got two humans two robots that look like those humans Two aliens that can combine into one alien, and the manifestation of death on base. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I was wondering if we were going to be like, let's call one, let's call one Tyler and he'll be the bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely didn't wind up doing that, huh? No. Um, okay. Okay. I don't mind the fa- the fantastical element. I think I don't that's... mind having death in the band. Death in the band is pretty good too, yeah. Oh my god, can we just do the four horsemen of the apocalypse? Well, that's not really the style of music that you would want, I would think. Eh, well that's up for debate. <laughs> yeah, no, they're just playing like bubblegum pop. Fuck it. And everyone's like, no, go start the apocalypse, and they're like, we don't want to. We want to sing nice music. <laughs> yeah, we brought about the four horsemen of the apocalypse to bring the apocalypse. But instead, they brought the bass. Yeah, just like have it like some some death cult tried to fucking summon them. But then they showed up and they were like, nah, dude. You know just- what? Four horsemen boy band sounds like... It, okay, if it doesn't have legs as an actual band... As a parody video, it is good already. Like, that is just set. I am kind of okay with the Four Horsemen as a boy band. Problem with that, horses. You really want to work with horses? It could be, like, centaurs or something. Wait, that's not better. Could be be better. How is that better? Okay. Also, also that's not what a horseman is. Like, I know... It's horse space man. It's, it's a different. Okay. What if we went instead of it being like half man, half horse? Uh huh. Half man, little bit of horse. Just a little bit of horse. Just the hooves and the wiener. <laughs> okay. So we have these four guys come out on stage. They've got hooves and also all four of them just have massive horse cocks just fucking flopping out there and proceed to rock out for 90 minutes enjoy and it's it's like part of the choreography like the wieners are synchronized too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure and behold I saw a rider that came forth like a conqueror bent on conquest, and his dick was white. (laughs) 
I'm picturing the death one is sort of like Papyrus from Undertale, where <laughs> where he's like this skull and he'll, he'll like try and be spooky for maybe half a second. But then as soon as you interact with him whatsoever, he's just the sweetest cinnamon roll. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I like the concept of uh, the, the white horseman being like lively and like lots of fun. Um, the, the red one, I'm just picturing the 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 guy from uh, Inside Out. Yeah, his uh, you know, sort of his passion bubble is close to the surface. Yeah, very very angry, just a grumpy a old man. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then uh, for famine, just some great abs. <laughs> no, he's sort of goth that one. Oh, okay. he's the one who feels the most deeply. So we've war, got a goth just and angry and fam- famine is about suffering and be like, oh, I'm feeling bad. So wait a second. We got a goth for pestilence and a skeleton. Yeah, but the skeleton is like sweet and optimistic, right? And he's like trying to cheer famine up. And he's like, hey, guy, things aren't all bad. Sooner or later, the hungry people die and then they're not hungry anymore. Look on the bright side. Okay, okay. So, I think we can characterize these even even better. Let's let's bring it back to Ninja Turtles. If we're going with this foursome here, okay, sweet. And I we love had, Ninja Turtles. I feel like I feel like <laughs> the four personalities that there are. Let's yes. transplant them onto the Horseman. I love that. I th- I'm pretty sure that the the living white horse that that's Michelangelo. Yeah, he's party. because he's the party dude, but also he's like the fun, funny one, right? Yeah, I think I'm picturing that that's the guy that tells the best jokes, and you always see pictures of him. Like the found footage of him is always him smiling and pulling pranks. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Then Red is yeah the passionate tempered one, but I think he's thinks he's too cool, and I think that actually lines up pretty good with Raphael. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like someone who just takes himself a little bit too seriously and has a little bit more uh, of a of an edge to him, maybe like always the one who's like uh, brooding a little bit more. Yeah. So and that then, that has to be a different kind of brooding than the gothic. Yeah, the gothic brooding. That's more of your Leonardo, right? Because he's more serious. He's like, "Come on, guys, we need to be serious about what we're doing here." Now hold, then, hold on. Does that mean that the leader? is also famine no i'm not saying he's the leader like i'm fine with uh this is a band remember they're not a group of ninja turtles they're a band they're about playing music so i'm fine with you know the first dude the the white horseman being the leader like i'm fine with that okay because he's the one who wants them to play music in the first place okay and then you know our our final guy death that's uh that's that's our donatello he's a little bit introverted uh and but he's he's sort of into what he's into and he's sort of like hey you know let's let's not be too worried about you know let's not be sticks in the mud let's you know do machines (laughs) let's do machines what's wrong with like okay so it's huh. it's really too bad that there aren't more than four personalities in the world. Yeah, it's too bad that there's just the four. Yeah. I I do I do like the direction of this though. Like we've basically turned them into like fawns. 
but you can also argue their agelessness as well. Sure. Um, it's it's weird. It's a weird mix because you want to give them enough personality that they're attractive, but also the kind of personalities that are attractive change over time. Like the Beatles were heartthrobs. They were like so hot shit. The girls were going crazy. You seen pictures of the Beatles lately? <laughs> that is not what our our usual standard for male beauty is now. Um, and you know, no disrespect to them, they they were brilliant and whatever. I'd fuck. But them. I mean, sure. But the the tricky part here is the tastes are going to change. Sure. Over time, so if we give them a face, we make them fuckable. Then that's great, but it's got a time limit. We give them no face. They're not fuckable, but they can last forever. So we have to pick which one's more important to us, basically. If you're a symbol, you can become incorruptible. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm leaning towards them just wearing big, scary masks or whatever. Okay. Okay. Like, but do, are they, like, are they, is that still a boy band? If they're still, if they're still popping and locking in sync. If, if they've got like the fucking Slipknot masks on, but they're doing the Backstreet Boys choreography. <laughs> that's a, that's an idea right there. I'm yeah. into it. I, I'm into it. And, uh, oh my God. What? <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to reveal this to you in the Skype window. You're calling the band Four Horse? <laughs> Number four, H-O-R-S-E? The only other direction it could go is, like, more spelling mistakes. Well, I, w- I would suggest losing the silent E, but then they're just Four Whores, and that's not, that's not the direction we want to go exactly. Uh, isn't it? Well... Uh. Okay, okay. Four horse. Four horse. I'm fine with four horse. I'm just gonna... Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we're good, man. Why did we do this? <laughs> because that's the show. Speaking of which... Wait, that's hang on. Our... Hang wait, 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 wait. on. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not yet? The one thing I gotta do... What's it's, that? It, it's my segment... Uh, okay, what's up? What's the worst that could happen? Uh, I suppose in making this boy band, we bring about the actual apocalypse. Yeah, okay, let's do it. Fuck it. Print it, All ship right, it, let's we're go. done. We're done here. We had a good run. Yeah, this is uh, worth I it. mean, there's that, or, I don't know, we, we fill a stadium full of people... And then some pyrotechnics go wrong. Oops, massive sacrifice. Uh, well, I'm thinking like if someone considers this to be religiously sacrilegious, like mm-hmm. they might they might say that we're problematic that way. Although we certainly wouldn't be the first band to be sacrilegious, I guess. Uh, There's literally I, I, a band called Bad Religion. So Yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking um I'm thinking we go sacrilicious with it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Anyway. That uh that has been our show. Hey, I've got an idea show for this week. 
Ryan, thanks again for that suggestion. Uh, we need a verdict. We do. And uh, I think we should sort of subgenre. What what sort of genre do you want uh, the the boy band Four Horse to play? Do we want it like sexy uh, boys to men style ballads? Do Scott. we want what? Stomp? Ska. 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 You think ska? Ska. You know, the classic boy band ska fusion. Well, I mean, I just like ska. That's just fine. I, I was thinking still kind of within the narrower boy band channel. I mean, okay. uh, eventually they would sort of go through all the different motions. <laughs> they would do every genre. Yeah. Well, I mean, you go slow, you go fast. That's pretty much the boy band pop scene and then you fuse it with a couple of different instruments or whatever but that's pretty much it it doesn't go it's not like oh this is his you know jazz exploration or jizz exploration as the case may be yeah um i don't know so it might yeah we'll still i'll pick some fun genres that that suit what's the song you want to most hear from four horse you can uh respond to that in our twitter at h-i-g-a-i show also we are taking suggestions we are at h-i-g-a-i show or email me h-i-g-a-i show at gmail.com speaking of suggestions mason what should we do next week well luke my brother i'm gonna need you to roll me a d4 two two well, this is appropriate. Uh, number two, Luke. Yeah, is what is we it? need to we need to make a music video. Are you kidding? I am. I shit you not. That's number two on this list. Oh, what a two part recording that this will be. Uh, uh, dear, uh, uh, what's my favorite new phrase? Uh, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Dear, dear hermaphrodites. We no. There no. might be earthworms listening. Uh, this is this is one of two that we're recording in the same night. Little peek behind the curtain. So we are legitimately doing boy band and then music video one after the other. I cannot wait until next week. Thank, thank you. <laughs> oh, next week for for them or next week for us when you. You, when you don't have to do this, I, I was just also talking about you know how I'm excited for next week. For ne- personally, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, it's coming up. I'm, it's pretty good. Yeah, okay, we're gonna sign off for now. We've had some needlessly creative conversation, or NCC, as I'm going to start saying. That's exactly what you're gonna start saying. Yes. Yeah. So NCC is like me ready to pull the plug, and then you do your thing, and then we pull the plug. Oh, I'm. I'm going to sign off now. So, uh, NCC. NCC. And until next time, dear listeners, thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yep.